You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your host, Dr. Mike Brazier. We have a return guest with us on today's show. Uh, We'll start referring to him as a friend of the show, Larry Reynolds. Waterfowl Program Manager for Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. Those of you that listen to the podcast often will remember that we had Larry on a couple of weeks ago. We had a bonus episode, I believe it went out on November 11th, where Larry shared with us the results of the uh, the monthly aerial waterfowl surveys. Uh, at that time, they had only been completed for the coastal zone, as well as Catahoula Lake. And Larry informed us at that time that uh, they were going to try to get out the subsequent week to finish the surveys in North Louisiana. That has happened, and Larry has graciously agreed to come on the podcast again and give us a, a short update on, on what he saw. So, Larry, welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Mike. Glad to, uh, glad to be asked back. Yeah, absolutely. It won't be the last time. Fair warning. Uh, <laughs> and just as a reminder, I want to orient folks here to the nature of the surveys conducted there in your state. On, on the coastal zone, you conduct transect-based surveys, and in that last episode, you described uh, the how they're, they're oriented, how the surveys are conducted, and you referenced that in the northern part of the state, uh, you use what are called cruise surveys. So let's pick up there. Tell us about those cruise surveys and where they're located across the northern part of the state. Well, we do two cruise surveys. One's in northwest Louisiana um, that's conducted primarily on the locks, lakes, oxbows, and fields along the Red River um, and the upper Toledo Bend Reservoir. The definition of a cruise survey is you cruise around in the airplane with the goal of counting every duck that's in a particular area. Um, and that sounds terrific. And maybe in areas where there's pieces of habitat and pieces of non-habitat such that, that you can focus your effort, um, that might work very well. Um, in our geography, where we have quite a bit of habitat across northwest Louisiana, um, the Red River Valley, um, all of the reservoirs, um, the backwaters, of the Red River, um, Upper Toledo Bend, Lake Bistineau, Caddo Lake, uh, Black Lake, Wallace Lake. We, we have a tremendous amount of habitat, um, a potential habitat, I should say. And so back in 2005, when I took over these surveys, my predecessor, Scott Durham, had begun to standardize those areas so that we flew the exact same areas every survey. And what that does is that allows us to make reliable comparisons between months, between years, because we're flying the exact same areas. And so both in Northwest and in Northeast Louisiana, 
we standardize those surveys. We fly the same areas um, every time. Unfortunately, those areas are not a random representative sample of all the habitats in Northwest or Northeast Louisiana. And in fact, we learned in 2012 when we did an experimental transect survey in association with our partners in Missouri, Arkansas, and Mississippi to get a Mississippi alluvial valley estimate of ducks. And we had a lot more mallards on those transect surveys than we did during our cruise survey. And we suspect that it's because our cruise survey has, it, we have selected habitats that are more open, open swamps, open fields. It's not a random selection of the habitats. Thus, we don't get a representative sample. But those transects were randomly laid on the landscape, and we flew over all those little WRP tracks and flooded areas in the, in the woods, and we picked up more mallards. The point I'm making is that on our cruise surveys in northwest and northeast Louisiana, we've standardized them to the best of our ability so that we fly the same areas, thus generating reliable comparisons between months and across years. But because those habitats are not a representative random sample of the habitats in those broad geographies, we can't make population estimates. Right. And that's that's very similar, very similar to the way Missouri Department of Conservation conducts theirs. We we actually had Frank Nelson on an earlier uh, episode we're recording with you on November 25th, uh, we had Frank on just a little while ago, and uh, and he was describing the, their surveys to us, and that's much the same, where they only sample their their conservation areas and some of the refuges in, in their state. Uh, so same, same deal there. They cannot extrapolate those results across their entire state to get a population estimate, uh, and the same goes for, for what you're describing there in the northern part of the state. And it's still – we're not saying the information is not useful. It is absolutely useful. Um, what we're saying again, and, and I think I made this point last time I was on, is that the number itself um, may not be as important as the comparison between that number this month and that number next month or the month before and across years. But it's also a more cost-effective way for us to you know, to do these surveys, we do the cruise survey in Northeast Louisiana in one day. When we did the transect survey, it took us three days to do. And so um, that's that's time, money, risk, and all of that involved in, in collecting those data. Yeah. And I think that's that's a good point to make because invariably people ask those questions of why you aren't expanding it or why aren't you doing it another way. And there's there are a whole lot of considerations that come into these kind of decisions beyond just what is, quote, the best for for deriving the estimate of population uh, abundance this time of year. There's a lot of other considerations that have to be uh, made. Absolutely. But we flew, we, we flew those surveys. We flew the Northwest Louisiana survey on uh, Friday, uh, November 15th, and then we flew the Northeast survey on Wednesday, November 20th, and both of those surveys showed well above average 
counts of ducks um, on those uh, on those standardized habitats that we fly every single month. Um, in Northwest Louisiana, we counted a little over 10,000 ducks. And although that was lower than, than last November's count of 12,000, it was still 47% above the, the average uh, since we standardized the survey in 2005. That average was, is 7,000. And so, and so we were well above the, um, uh, the long-term average for that particular geography. Um, we're, we're fairly certain it's due to this, this early cold weather um, because the, the observers on the survey reported that the habitat was a lot drier than it was last year, that, um, that there was very little flooding in the ag fields and pastures, that Lake Bistino, one of our important habitats in northwest Louisiana, is, is drawn down. Um, we're combating invasive aquatics at, at Lake Bistino and a couple of other uh, reservoirs that traditionally have bird, uh, pretty good bird use. Uh, there were large expanses of, of giant salvinia. And so um, uh, we sort of expected that the, that the count would be lower just based on lower habitat quality this year. Um, and it was a little lower than, than last November, but it was still well above long-term average in that part of the state. Larry, what was the, what was the species composition primarily in, or, or there in northwest Louisiana? G- Gadwall were by far the most abundant, um, 4,600 of the 10,300 ducks. And uh, with mallards uh, behind it with 1,500, shall, uh, shovelers, 1,400, green-winged teal, 800. And those four species accounted for over 80% of the ducks counted um, on that survey. But Gadwall, uh, far and above, and, and most of those birds were, uh, were counted fairly north in this geography. Um, the largest number was counted on the, uh, on the Red River between Lock 5 and Shreveport, and also the lower cane unit of Red River National Wildlife Refuge. And we have a couple of managed impoundments near Loggy Bayou. We have some landowners there that manage their habitat fairly intensively. And there was a good group of birds on one of, uh, of those landowners' properties. And the other one that's traditionally flooded by this time of year was dry. So there were, there were no, birds, no birds on that habitat. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Tell us about Northeast Louisiana. I, I saw the report and I, I noted uh, a fair number of birds that you saw there, both ducks and geese. Absolutely. Um, both were well above the, uh, the average since 2005. In fact, we had twice as many ducks um, in Northeast Louisiana than we had last November um, and nearly three times the number of geese. So there were, uh, there were a substantial uh, number of birds in this surveyed region. Again, gadwalls were by far, by far 
the most abundant duck species, which is really interesting to me because gadwalls were down on the coast. And, and the hunting reports that, that I have received from some, tri- some areas that traditionally take high numbers of gadwalls is that they've been down along the coast, but they were overwhelmingly the most abundant, abundant species in both northwest and northeast Louisiana, um, uh, followed by the gadwalls, 129 of the 209,000. Uh, counted in northeast Louisiana, followed by pintails, green-winged teal, and shovelers. Um, and those large concentrations of ducks were seen in flooded fields in the Bunky Grand Cote area. Uh, south of Grand Cote National Wildlife Refuge, there's, a, um, there's, an air, there's an expansive area of flooded rice fields that traditionally um, hold lots of ducks and geese early in the season. And then in the Bonita Mer Rouge area, which is up north, uh, closer to the Arkansas border. And those two locations accounted for 82% of the ducks and 70% of the geese counted on the entire survey area. So maybe our distribution is hurting a little bit in northeast Louisiana, but the total, I got to believe that this weekend scattered a bunch of birds around. Um, I just got the bag check data from Catahoula Lake and they averaged over four ducks per hunter, um, on Saturday. So, um, that's good hunting no matter where you are. Sure. Absolutely. And just to, to clarify for folks, this past Saturday was the opener in that, uh, as you, do you call it the North zone or is it the East zone? It's the East zone. Okay. Yes. But it is, it's essentially in, it encompasses the majority of Northeast the, Louisiana. Northern. Yeah. Okay. okay. Correct. Okay. Well, good. Uh, and, and again, just a reminder for folks that uh, this, the surveys that Larry conducted are not random. They're not representative across all of uh, that that in north that northern Louisiana, northeast Louisiana landscape. It's same same deal as we discussed with uh, with Frank. And could be a lot of other ducks depending on the habitat. Could be other ducks, and almost certainly are other ducks scattered across the the landscape that aren't going to be picked up in this in this survey. And and also just a reminder that these surveys were conducted over a week ago now. And since those surveys were conducted. Um, well, I guess you had some, uh, yeah, so the opener didn't occur until this past Saturday, and, um, but the weather has moderated a little bit, so it's good to hear that ducks, uh, apparently some ducks stayed around, at least on Catahoula Lake. I've heard reports of some other places thinking that they've actually lost some birds going back north with some of the southerly flow. Um, so, but, you know, that's that may be anecdotal, uh, just observations, and so... But ducks are going to do that this time of year as they as they figure things out. Uh, Dr. Mike Schumer uh, had his weekly duck migration forecast from last week. I think characterized the the situation in eastern North America as a what he would expect to be a stagnant migration uh, for last week. It was for last week now, and of course there's some some more weather on the on the horizon. And we'll see what uh, the combination of weather and disturbance at landscape scales, that's going to move the birds around. So it keeps it interesting for folks. That's That, that much is for sure. And I guess I will ask you, you're going to be uh, conducting the next round of surveys uh, here in just a couple of weeks, right? Maybe the first or second week of December? Yes. Uh, it's a little more complicated this year because we only have a five-day split in the season uh, for the east zone. So in this case, the East Zone survey was the last one to be flown um, in November 
because their season opened the 23rd of November instead of the 16th or the 9th. But all of our zones will close on December the 8th, and the East Zone will reopen on the 14th. And so we're going to try and fly the, the, um, the Northeast Louisiana survey that week of the uh, 9th through the 12th. And uh, I, I may even have to do some of the coastal zone then because part of our coastal transects get into the East Zone um, after our revision of the zone boundaries back in 2016. So we'll definitely be in the air. Uh, that week starting um, December 9th. We like to give it a couple of days. You know, the shooting just quit um, on December 8th. So we like to give it a couple of days before we get out and fly. But we've only got five days to get that Northeast survey in. And uh, and then when does the coastal zone come back in? The coastal zone comes back in the, the uh, uh, 21st. Okay. And so you'll fly that survey sometime before that? Yes. Right now, right now we're looking at getting the Northeast Louisiana survey done that week of the 9th through the 13th, and then the West Zone and the Coastal Zone in the week of the 16th through the 20th. But like always, Mike, um, you got to have a functional plane, uh, a competent pilot, and good weather. Um, when those three things come together, you got to go regardless of whether it's too early or too late, you got to make it happen. Yeah. Well, Larry, thanks for continuing to bring that information to us for participating in those surveys. I always find it interesting and uh, uh, helps us understand a little bit more about what the birds are doing. It's not it's not perfect information in terms of the, the landscape coverage, but uh, but it gives us some insights into what's going on out there. And I know that's uh, know that's that that's of interest. So, thanks again for coming on with us, Larry. I appreciate it, Mike. Thank you. Thank you to our special guest today, Larry Reynolds, a friend of the show, a waterfowl program manager for Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. We also thank Clay Baird, our producer who gets these podcasts out to you, uh, our listeners, and most importantly to you, our listeners, we thank you. Thank you for your time and listening to these podcasts. Uh, thank you for sharing your thoughts and your, your reviews of the podcast. We most importantly thank you for your commitment to wetlands and waterfowl conservation, and we'll catch you in the future. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. <laughs>